0: history of Calvary Chapel of the Harbor. Join us now in our study as we open the word together.
1: And I'll cover you with my what? My hand. I'm going to cover you with my hand and I'm just going to pass by and I'm going to take my hand away and all you're going to be able to do is you're going to just see a glimpse of my glory. You're going to see the back of me just for a glimpse. And he repeats it, but my face you shall shall not be seen guys, we will see him in all of his glory. We will see him face to face. I don't believe we can fully understand what that even means other than when we get a glimpse of God's glory here on this earth, it's like, wow, Lord, is it anything like this? And let me challenge you with this. Have you ever experienced a glimpse of God's glory? Because if not, it's like you've never experienced a glimpse of God's glory, answered prayer, him showing up, and, and I pray that you do. And if you've never experienced a glimpse of God's glory, that you would be praying, God, may I have a glimpse of what? Moses did it, and God showed up. We're gonna be in all of his presence. But for now, all we get is a glimpse, but then face to face. What did Paul the Apostle say in 1 Corinthians 13? He, he mentioned, he says that, that now we see in a mirror dimly. But then, what did he say? Face, face to face. I'm going to see your face, Lord. I don't know about you, but I am very excited about that. Verse five, back in our text, it says, there shall be no night there. We've talked about that. No need for the lamp or light of the sun. We talked about that. And the Lord God gives them light. We talked about that, so we won't go into that. And they shall reign forever and ever. I understand in the millennial kingdom, we're going to reign With Christ, I get that because there's going to be unbelievers there, right? So I kind of think through that. Okay, we're going to reign with Him, kings and priests, and I pray and I hope. And you know, don't this is just my speculation. Don't say Pastor Chuck or Pastor Joe is saying this for sure. But check this out. So this is what I think it'll possibly be like in the Millennial Kingdom, right? Because we're going to reign over uh, territories and different areas and stuff, right? So I believe we're going to be like superheroes. I really believe that. Okay. Seriously, because we're gonna have glorified bodies. The people on the earth will not have glorified bodies. So gonna, let's say they're gonna try to start a riot. We're just like, D-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d. don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> because we'll be like him. We'll be able to travel like faster than the speed of light. We'll just be, and we just said, don't do that. they be like, okay, it's, 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 it's all right. So yeah, put the, put the weapons down. And the, you know, I believe that because. <laughs> I think that's why I like those superhero movies other than some of the bad stuff that they've got on there. But but I believe it's going to be similar to that. We're going to have glorified body. We're going to rule and reign. There's going to be unbelievers. There's going to be an opportunity for them to accept Christ or reject Christ, right? And then after the thousand years, Satan's going to be released. And it says multitudes are going to follow after the devil. So I get that. Though we'll have an enforced righteousness and we'll be a part of that. But it's more challenging for my mind to think, okay, now we're in heaven, though. Now we're in this new heaven and new earth, but there's no more unbelievers that are there. So it's a little bit more like, who are we going to rule over? I want to be a Superman still, or a superhero, or, you know, what are we going to do? It's like, what do you get so, you know, try to think through that, but I don't think we fully get what that means. Maybe there's different rankings in the new heaven. I don't know the Bible talks about we're going to judge angels. Maybe that will have his name on us. And maybe uh, Dr. Verna McGee uh, said that maybe we'll be over planets or solar systems. I, I don't know. But guess what? It's going to be awesome. And we will be there one day. Amen? Amen? Back in her text. And he said to me, these words are what? In other words, the book of Revelation, everything that John saw, everything that he wrote down, you can bank on it. There will be 7 years of tribulation there will be an antichrist it will come and rule the antichrist will have power over the tribulation saints they will be martyred for their faith you don't want to be here during that time these words are faithful and true everything that's written in the book of revelation you can bank on it these words are faithful and true and the lord god of the holy prophets sent can we say that aloud his angel to show his servant the things which must shortly take place. So this angel showed up to show us. So we have no doubt. We know our future. We can bank on it. We know it's true. It's faithful and true. And So all we need to do is look at the book of Revelation and and realize, wait, things are coming. It says, behold, this is Jesus talking. He says, behold, I'm coming what? Quickly. Quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. We'll pick up, we'll look at that next week. But I want to focus in on, Jesus says, I'm coming quickly. Also says that these things must shortly take place. So some might read that and say, well, did he get it wrong? Did Jesus mess up? No. Well, quickly. He said he's going to come quickly. I, I believe that when you read it in the original language, and what it really is talking about is once these events start, the prophetic calendar starts, it's going to happen very fast. Also, it could talk about this is going to happen happen. Um, suddenly, without warning, even possibly by surprise. Biblically speaking, God wants every generation to live as if Jesus Christ would come back at any time. And that's a good way to live your life, if you, if you believe that. I remember when we would have a substitute teacher, and it was terrible. Did that happen in your school when a substitute teacher came? It was like a zoo. Everybody just went crazy bonkers, Right? But when the teacher was there, it was like, oh yeah, we're good. Because the teacher, you knew, don't mess with that teacher. The teacher is like, puts down the rules of And then they, When the teacher would leave the class, has this ever happened to you guys? The teacher would go leave the classroom for a while, and then everybody, our, we were terrible. We would like, jump around and you know, throw things around, and then there would always be someone watching that like this out the window, she's coming. And then what, everybody would get in their desk, we'd put the desk back in order, you know, put it, and we'd just sit there because we knew she was coming let me tell you this, Jesus is coming. (laughs) Not a time to play around. It'll be suddenly. It'll be quickly. We should live a life realizing Christ Jesus can come at any time. But my question is, do you believe that we are seeing signs of his second coming? I I believe that we are. And as I mentioned earlier, there's seven signs I believe that we're seeing today. And we're going to start off Although, before we do that, Jesus said in Luke twelve forty, therefore you also be, what? Ready. For the Son of Man is coming at an hour. You do not expect to go with what we just talked about. But the first sign, troubled times. Do you think we're living in troubled times? Yeah. If you're a note taker, the word troubled, the perilous times, it says, but know this, that in the last days, can we say that out loud, please? Perilous times will come. The word perilous, that word means troublesome times, means hard to bear times, demonic, evil, violent times. I believe we're living in those days. Second sign, I believe, the future setup of the Ezekiel 38 Battle Ezekiel 38 battle, you know what this is, hopefully. Ezekiel 38 battle is when Russia, Iran, Turkey, other nations are gonna come down and attack Israel from the north. Russia's already on the northern border, but we've been talking about for years. So this battle, it makes it very clear, Russia will lead this battle, okay? I believe when this battle happens, it'll be just before the rapture of the church, right at the rapture of the church, or right after uh, the rapture of the church will hit when this battle hits, So are we seeing a formation or anything taking place? Are we seeing Russia kind of being bullies? Hmm. We've been talking about this for years. Are we seeing that Russia's going really unchallenged? Nobody's trying to stop them? They're trying, but they're not doing it. Are we seeing, it tells us that they will protest. Are we seeing people protesting? That's what's It tells us in Ezekiel battle they're gonna protest, but they're not gonna do anything. Do you know that Russia, uh, their stockpile of nuclear weapons are greater than anyone else in the world? Do you know that they have a hypersonic missile that we do not know how to stop? It's not to scare us, but it's to prepare us to realize what the Bible predicts, that this, this nation, Israel, and the leader of the nation will rise up in the last days. That should concern us if we believe what the Bible says. It should concern us that something might happen. But then listen to this. The Ezekiel prophecy says, uh, 38 verse 4, it says, I will turn you around. Interesting. In other words, he's in one direction, right? I'm going to turn you around like with a hook. It says, put a hook in your jaw and lead you out with all your armies, horses and horsemen. And he's going to turn them around and then bring them down from the north to attack Israel. So we've already talked about, okay, they're already in that place. They're already this power that nobody's stopping. People are protesting, but not doing anything about it. Nobody wants to really, is able to stop them. So could there be a hook in the jaw? Well, I find it interesting. This just happened in March here, March 7th this came out. Chevron CEO says natural gas pipeline from Israel to Europe could help alleviate shortage. Does that seem like a problem? Do you think Israel, or excuse me, Russia would be a little upset about that? Do you know that Russia supplies 40% of Europe's natural gas? So, before the war, listen to this before the war, they were talking about this. Europe was asking Israel to do this, but Israel was like, no, because the United States says, don't do it. We don't want you to do it. Don't do that. Don't supply. But now the United States were telling them, yes, we want you to do this. So, could it be the hook? We don't know. It says they're going to come down and get booty. Does he, so, booty, goods. So, just speculating. But what else do we have? How about this? The rebuilding of the third temple. The rebuilding of the third temple. Well, 2 Thessalonians 2 4 says, so that he, this is the Antichrist, sits as God in the. Can we say that out loud, please? He's going to sit as God, the, the Antichrist, in the temple of God. That tells us there has to be a third temple, right? Showing himself that he is what? God. That's the Antichrist. During the the, the tribulation period, in the middle of the tribulation period, after three and a half years, he will sit in the temple of God, showing himself to be God, and then the the Jewish people are going to realize they followed the wrong guy and they're going to flee, right? But that means there needs to be another temple. So are we seeing any signs of that? Rebuilding of the third temple. Hmm. Interesting. March 14th, Israel mints a silver coin to fund what? Third temple for the nation. It says the the Mikdash Temple Educational Center, in conjunction with Rabbi Halal Weiss, the former spokesman of the Sanhedrin, has minted a silver coin to promote a practical effort to establish the what? Third Temple. Third temple. Wow, interesting, huh? What about this? How about food shortage? We're not having a food shortage, are we? The pale horse that will come. This is the time of the tribulation period. So we're seeing things uh, forming for that. The pale horse will kill many, it says, with the sword and with hunger. So there'll be a food shortage that'll take place. My wife and I, we were at the grocery store the other day. And when we were checking out, the, ca- the, the cashier gentleman said, do you find everything okay? And I didn't want to complain, and we didn't find There's like three items they didn't have. They were out of it. And so, so uh, he was looking at my wife. I didn't think he saw me. I'm like, and he goes, what? He goes, what's wrong? <laughs> and I said, well, you said, did I find everything OK? So there's like three items you didn't have. And instead of him saying, well, what was that? He goes, oh, yeah, I know. That's happening a lot lately. <laughs> and then listen to this. My wife says, it's going to get worse. He goes, oh, don't say that. <laughs> and it's like, no, it's, it's going to get worse. And he's like, what do you mean? And so he kind of opened a door to talk about Bible prophecy and talk about the Lord, and it's going to get worse. But do we see any headlines about that? Well, Breitbart tells us, excuse me, the White House warns of global what? Food shortage after Ukraine invasion. So I guess that uh, Ukraine and Russia produce a significant portion of the world's wheat, corn, and barley, as well as uh, energy and fertilizer. So there's the warning coming from the White House. I don't always believe what the White House tells me, but... So we have other sources. Severe drought, dust bowl conditions threaten disastrous winter wheat harvest in the U.S. So this tells us that uh, wheat in the last 12 months has already gone up 69%. But listen to this writer. This writer says, in all my years of writing, I've never seen anything like this. I am deeply concerned about what the months ahead will bring. And so we're having a severe drought in Kansas, Oklahoma, and Texas food shortage. And another article, the next shoe to drop, global famine, food scarcity coming soon to a neighborhood near you. So food shortage, what else do we have? A cashless society. We know this. Revelation chapter 13, verse 16, he causes all, the Antichrist, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a what? Mark on the right hand or the forehead. Why would they have that, that no one may do what? Buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. So we've been saying this for many years. They, there will be a cashless society. Do you think we're seeing that today, a cashless society? Well, Austria—or excuse me, Australia said they're going to be completely cashless. They're going to go without cash, a cashless society in 2024. Remember, we looked at this already. Biden, Sign an executive order for cryptocurrency to develop the digital dollar. It says to crack down on national security threats. And then, what about China? Is China doing anything? What the rise of China's digital currency, they already have one working, China, could mean for the U.S. It said it'll be terrible. So there's this race to get this digital currency out. And interesting, we've been saying that for many years, and it's taking place. This one's huge deception and lawlessness will increase do we see that at all today deception and lawlessness matthew 24 11, jesus said then many false prophets will rise up and do what deceive many and because of lo- the lawlessness will abound the love of many will do what grow cold don't worry it's going to get very encouraging at the end you guys <laughs> <laughs> Deception. I believe these last two years have been very deceptive. Lawlessness is at a place I've never thought it would be. And we're there, I believe. But then we've got this as we talk about deception. 11 people and outlets censored by Twitter for questioning gender ideology. So 11 uh, different people, Babylon Bee, Charlie Kirk, Christian Post, and others. Because they said that this man is a man, they said, no, you can't say that. We're taking you off our platform. Listen, the deception is so bad, it's as if, and I believe I've read some of these articles, so Twitter's telling them, all you need to do is agree with us, and we'll let you go on. They're like, we can't agree with you. That's deceptive. And it's if you don't, if you don't bow to what they say is right, and it's it's their narrative and what they say, or they're going to cancel you. They're going to get rid of you. That's very deceptive, the days that we're living in. And it's lawlessness because God's law says there's, he created man and woman. There's two genders. But remember this, do you guys see this? Jackson says she cannot define what a woman is. So she was asked, can you, def- can you uh, provide a definition of, uh, of, for the word woman? She's like, I'm not a biologist. I don't know what a woman is. That's deceptive. Lord, help us. I'm not. It's what, again, it's what happens when we take the Bible out of society, guys. You see, what happens when you don't have the Bible, then you have a bunch of opinions. But then how do we know whose opinion is right and who's wrong? We have one source, it's called the Bible. The Bible is true. So confusion takes place. And that's, Satan is an author of confusion and he wants everyone to be in this confused state and he wants to deceive many. And listen, please understand this. There's a control thing that's taking place. The governments want to control everybody. So they wanna keep your opinion out. If you don't agree with their opinion, no. No, no, you're just gonna tell them what we wanna tell them. Wait, 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 Don't, don't say anything against what I'm saying. They're only going to get the deception that we're going to give them. And it's, it's scary. Deception, lawlessness. We could have all kinds of articles up here too, but I wanted to point those two out. Israel becoming a nation again, May 14th, 1948. So uh, shall a nation be born in one, at once or in one day? Yes, it did. Fulfillment of prophecy, different uh, verses talk about against all odds. Uh, Israel, after 2,000 years being uh, taken out of their country, will the Bible says they will be gathered from all four corners of the earth. They'll become a nation again. We saw the fulfillment of prophecy, May 14th, 1948, and that's a huge one. So we see that, the declaration of the state of Israel. Revelation 13:3 says, "And I saw one of his heads, this is the Antichrist again, as if it had been mortally wounded." So the Antichrist will have a, a, a fatal wound to his head," it says, "And his deadly wound was healed." And all the what? War. world marveled. And what did they do? They followed the beast. That's the Antichrist. The world will follow him. So we will see a one-world government. We will see one-world religion, as other scripture talks about. We've been talking about for many years, there will be one-world governance. There's going to be, the head will be the Antichrist. He will be the leader. There'll be 10 nations or 10 rulers that'll rule with him. And they're going to rule together to govern. But do we see the makings of that right now? I showed this on Tuesday. Biden says the the quiet part out loud, so I don't know if he was meant to say this, but it says there's going to be a new world order out there, and he says, and we're going to lead it. Well, there will be a new world order, but he's not going to lead it, I can tell you that much. (laughs) (laughs) He's definitely not going to lead it. The man that will lead it will come out of Europe. It won't be him to lead it, but they're not even trying to hide this anymore, which is interesting. So we've got what else in the news? Joe Biden meets with the top CEOs, global catastrophe presents, he says, opportunities to lead, can we say that? New world order. Interesting. President Joe Biden expressed Monday that his desire to lead a new world order during a uh, conversation with business leaders notes that the coronavirus pandemic and the Russian invasion of Ukraine would help reset, interesting, reset the status quo. So we have this in our news today. Guys, Two weeks ago, we looked at the headlines. I think it was Fox News. that says, the world is looking for a leader. We don't have a good leader. Biden's trying his best. He's not a good leader. I'm sorry. He's just not doing it. Putin is not a good leader. Matter of fact, God's going to deal with the leader of Russia. I don't know if it's Putin or for sure who it is, but God's going to deal. We do not have a good leader, and the world is starving for a leader. I said that first service, and someone yelled out, Trump. And I said, well, he's not. He's, Trump's a nationalist. He's not a globalist. What about one world religion? You might have seen this, it's called Chrislam, the house of worship, one world religion. I find this interesting. So this is, they're building this in Germany. But what I find very interesting is that the federal government in Germany, they're gonna contribute $30 million to build this. The government's providing that to bring all the religions together. One world government, we will have one world religion. The false prophet will lead that, we've already looked at that. Remember this, Dr. Paul Henry Spack, former uh, Secretary General of NATO, the first president of the United Nations General Assembly and the architect of the United Nations and the New World Order said, we do not want another committee, we have too many already. What we want is a man of sufficient stature to hold the allegiance for all people and to lift us out of the economic morass or slum into which we are sinking. Send us such a man, be he God or devil, we will receive him. He'll be the devil incarnate because he's the antichrist and they will receive him. That's the bad news. The good news, guys, very good news. God is in control of all this. Not only is he in control of all this, check this out. In Revelation 17, 17, God's speaking to the 10 nations that will join the Antichrist, okay? Revelation 17:17. 17, 17, this is God speaking to the 10 nations that will join the Antichrist. It says, for God has put it into their hearts to do what? To fulfill his purpose. He's in control. And it says to, to be of one mind and to give their kingdom to the beast. That's the Antichrist. He's doing it. So God's saying, I put, I put it in their hearts. I'm gathering it together. Why? Because God's going to judge all of them. So be encouraged. And, and it goes on to say, until the words of who? God are fulfilled. Listen, guys, we have nothing to fear. We have nothing to worry about. Why? Because God's using all of them like puppets. He's like, no, no, you do this. You follow him. I'm going to fulfill all my purpose. But as for my kids, I'm going to take them to be with me. We who are alive and remain will be caught up together with him in the air. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. This world will get darker. But be encouraged, the darker it gets, the lighter we shine. People are prime. People are ready. People are wondering, what is going on? When devastation comes, many times people look up. You and I have the answer, his name is Jesus. And I believe, as we looked at seven different signs, and there's plenty more, I believe we're seeing the signs of his coming. And that means we who are alive and remain at any time can be caught up together with him in the air. Until then, I want to see glimpses of his glory. I want to see him work in mighty ways. I want to have that mind that knows that my God's in control of everything. It's not the Antichrist. We don't have to fear wars. We don't have to fear anything. Yeah, is it difficult to see many people dying in Ukraine? Yeah, it's hard to see that. But that's the sin of man, That's ugly, and that's what God is gonna do away with because he's gonna come, and he'll set up his government, and he will rule in righteousness. Hi, this is Pastor Joe, and I'd like to take a moment to personally invite you to one of our three services here at Calvary Chapel of the Harbor in Huntington Beach. Our service times are 9 a.m., 10.45 a.m., and 12.30 p.m. Please come and say hi after the service. I would love to meet you. For more information, check out our website at ccoth.com. That's ccoth.com. God bless
0: you. You've been listening to Glory to Glory with Pastor Joe Pettit an Outreach of Calvary Chapel of Harbor. If you would like to enter into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, call now at 714-788-8221. That's 714-788-8221. Our new location is at 4121 Warner Avenue in Huntington Beach at the beautiful Huntington Harbor Marina. Now, may we continue to go to his throne of mercy as he changes us from glory to glory.